Welcome to Attempted Horse Collar Podcast with two best friends talk sports. I'm Nikki. And I'm Heather. Nikki's already laughing because um, time is hard and addition is hard and figuring out the buzzers is hard. But here we are at season two, episode 14, and we're going to figure it out at some point. We're doing this. We are talking about... Okay. My depression. Thank you for coming to this therapy session. All right. I'm... How are you feeling, Heather? Not good. Do you want to talk about it? Very, yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, something very terrible happened to yeah. me specifically. Yeah. And also the members of the Florida gymnastics team. So we had regionals this past weekend. We had the four regionals that I talked about um, last episode. And the top two teams from age regionals go to nationals. And so Florida was like the number one seed in our regional and we talked about this last podcast about how excited we were for them to to go to this meet yeah so they get there and we started on beam last night and first of all it's in oregon so it started at nine o'clock central time which is it might as well have been 1 a.m. for me because I was barely able to keep my eyes open. So we started on beam, and I know it's embarrassing. And the first girl did okay. The second girl gets up and falls. Megan Skaggs, very out of character for her to fall on beam. And then Alicia Boren gets up, who is our best all-around gymnast and a senior, and she falls on beam too. And the reason it matters so much that she fell too is because you get to drop your lowest score. Right. So if you just have one fall in BD. Right. But if you have two falls, then you one have One of your to, falls counts. Yeah. So we started off in a hole and they did do better the rest of the meet, but they just didn't do well enough to beat the second place team. So we lost out by two tenths. And um, Denver and Oregon State advanced from our regional. Who? Exactly. Denver and Oregon State. The Broncos have a gymnastics team? They do. It's the University of Denver. Uh, is that even D1? Yeah, it is. They actually have a very decent gymnastics team. I tried to get their best okay. gymnast, no Maddie shade. Carr. I just haven't heard of them. Yeah. So that's what happened. And for the first time in... 18, 19 years, we won't be in the national championship. I feel bad for that senior girl and all of the senior girls, but specifically the one that fell. Well, she, I felt really bad for her too, but then the news is that she'll actually still get to compete in nationals as an all-arounder. So, I mean, even though it sucks that her team didn't qualify, she'll be competing by herself. And so, at least, like, for her, her last collegiate meet ever isn't that terrible memory. That's true, but, but still. Yeah. And people on Twitter were being so crazy about... Well, wait, what? I know. I know. The, it's hard to believe. Also, the sky is blue. It's hard to believe. <laughs> um, but you know how people do this shit in football and basketball? Like, you lose a few games and they're like, fire the coach. And yes. you're like, who else are you going to get that's better than this? Like, yeah. come on, everybody simmer down. And people were doing that about the gymnastics coach. I'm like, come on the fuck on they have been good all season the scores have been there all season it's just a bad meet they're humans and they make mistakes yeah it's not a coaching error it's no reflection on her 
So yeah, that's that's my state of affairs. Wow. We can move on from gymnastics. Let's talk about something else. We well, want to talk about. Um, I'm not sad, but I was a little pissed off about Twitter today. Ooh, ooh, what happened? So we are heading into the clay season in tennis. And the, isn't that Rafa season? Glad that you said that, Heather. Oh. The uh, I feel like everybody knows that. So I'm gonna show Heather this picture, and then I will post it on our social media. The ATP. Um, tweeted out a sort of teaser like tomorrow clay court season began begins and there's a promotional photo that goes with it i'm going to show it to you and you tell me your thoughts on it um uh my my thoughts are it looks like stranger things Uh uh-huh and if you had to guess the controversy could you guess what it is why does that guy have his hand up (laughs) one guy Okay. Yeah, I don't even. It's actually like a. Oh, that's Djokovic. Yeah. What was he doing? So, I, I, while no one was commenting about, I think that that's Tiafo, who is the smallest person, which is also um, that could be a problem. I really like him, though. I really like I him like too. I like him so much. But they, is it that Rafa's not in the middle as yes. the big guy? Correct. It's Federer. Yeah, okay. he's like the king of the photo, and everyone else is sized accordingly, and he's right smack dab in the center. But it is a really good shot of Rafa's arm. I mean, I know, I know that's not, but it really. Yeah. But literally, he's called the king of clay. It is yeah. specifically a clay court promotional photo. It's not that big of a deal, but everyone that replied to this was like, WTF, why isn't Rafa in the center? Yeah, that's strange. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's just his good side. And ATP was like, you know, but they could have made it, made him bigger and made his arm bigger. They could have, but they didn't. Who is that guy? He looks really pissed off. That's Dominic Team. He is arguably the second best clay court player well in this photo it looks like he's the third best and he's pissed off about it yeah and really it would be Djokovic um in my opinion and then also in the photo I just really like that guy Tiafo. yeah yeah and that's Shapovalov the Canadian the crazy oh, yeah, Canadian yeah. that's Sasha Zverev that's Key oh, Nishikori like honest to god not quite sure who that is he looks kind of like the guy from um, Mean Girls, Jonathan okay. Bennett. I don't know if that's what it is. Anyway, irrelevant. But, but we'll it. post it at AHC Pod. That's just that's literally. And you tell us what you think. That's literally um, all the tennis news I have. But, uh, okay. There was a there's a tournament in Charleston that was recently played. Um, Wozniacki got second. Don't know who oh, got. Good. Don't know who won because all I saw is that she was like, "Not the trophy I wanted." I'm like, "Oh well." Yeah. All right. What else we got? Seems like there's like some basketball going on. Yes, my a basketball situation. There is a basketball situation. I'm very excited about it. Despite what may not sound like excitement in my voice, I'm just also tired for different reasons than Heather. Um, but your depression didn't keep you up all night. No, not this time. Not Next this time. time. Maybe time. on Monday night, depending how the championship game oh, goes. True. true. Um, but the UVA game 
the UVA versus Auburn game yesterday was such a good game. I'm Holy glad crap. that that game was on first because I got to watch the whole game because the Florida gymnastics overlapped with Michigan State, Texas Tech. So that was difficult for me anyway. And also it was on too late. So, yeah, I enjoyed watching the UVA Auburn game and enjoyed that they both have the same colors. I know. I've, I always like when that happens. I liked it. I liked their. I texted you. I liked both their uniforms. I did think that the UVA players that had on orange shoes, they looked just like ducks because they yeah. had little orange feet and all white uniforms, like a little duck that you see at the park. So cute. So cute. Um, and you said you liked the uh, UVA coach's outfit best. Yeah, I thought as he looked between. real nice. He did look real nice, but I just couldn't help but notice that the – the way that they, the two coaches were dressed is really just like the difference between Charlottesville, Virginia and Auburn, Alabama. Yes, absolutely. It was, it was just like... Well, and the and, difference between normal people and Bruce Pearl. Because <laughs> Bruce Pearl is just a character and I can't believe he still gets to coach, but that's beside Well, the I didn't point. think that his outfit was bad. It's just, It was just like what Southern people think is... He looked like a well-dressed dude from Auburn, Alabama. Exactly. Whereas, like, the dude from Charlottesville, Virginia, he looked like he was trying to be a little bit more fashionable. Yeah, it was his suit was more tailored. Yeah, and he didn't have on a tie. He had a pocket square. Which was cute. Yeah. It looked really good. No, I liked that Auburn... Well, first of all, I was, I was going for Auburn because I liked the upset situation. Sure. But I just really enjoyed... That Auburn got the no call on the double dribble. Yeah. Kind of like Florida got our no call on on the foul. When they fouled us in the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, you know, karma's a bitch. Yeah, I mean. That's it, what I have to say. <laughs> I really didn't. I felt so bad for Auburn. I mean, I was cheering for UVA. I was so excited that they won. But I felt bad that they lost like that. I mean, oh yeah, I agree. I, it's always tough to lose on some kind of penalty call. I I don't like that at all. Um, but just with the missed double dribble, I I don't like to really get too much into. Well, if they had called this, if they had called that, I mean, there's a million missed calls exactly throughout the whole game, and you can and uh, it evens out. It evens. Out. It's just like it's just part of the game. Yes. Um. Like, that kid should not have jumped into Kyle Guy. Right. Like, that that was an obvious... He should have let him have that three-pointer. And he was going to miss it anyway. Exactly. It was a terrible shot. Exactly. Anyway. um, I didn't get to watch the other game. I watched the first half, and it just... Texas Tech was in control the whole time. Mm -hmm. They looked really good. I think the... um, We're recording this on Sunday, so... you maybe have already watched the game by the time you hear hear this, um, but I think the UVA Tech Mac matchup will be good. I think it'll be a good game. I hope so. There have been a lot of fun games this whole tournament. Yes, and they've been. A lot, I feel like almost every single one I've watched has been down to the wire. So I hope it's not one of those situations where all the games leading up to it are really good. good, and then you have a Super Bowl that's terrible. Yeah, lopsided game. Um, I really find it amazing that UVA has gone from losing in the first round to a 16 seed last year to being in the championship game. They have to avenge that. I mean, doesn't that make you feel like maybe UMBC should have been in the tournament this year too? 
Guess not. I just wish... I just wish those retrievers were still around. I do, too. Their Twitter's still funny, though. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the... Do you have any more about the men's, or do you want to talk about the women's? No, I really just want to talk about Muffet McGraw for a minute. Oh, actually, the only oh. other thing I want to ask is... So, the Texas Tech coach has been rumored to be going to any number of schools. Do you think he's leaving Texas Tech, or do you think he's staying? I think it might depend on if they win. Okay. I feel like if he wins, I don't know what his what the status is of his players. I don't know if they are all young players. I don't know if they're a veteran team. If they're a veteran team and they're all le- most of them are leaving and they win, I feel like he's going to leave. Okay. If they are a youngish team and they win, he may want to stick around and see if they can win two back-to-back. If they don't win, probably going to leave. Okay. Those are my my contingency plans. Yeah, I mean... Based on nothing. I kind of think he's going to stay. I just don't think there's another job out there that right now or that I'm aware of that seems like a better situation. Like, I'm sure he's going to get a new contract from Tech. I know, That'll but be nice. I mean, my apologies to anyone that is from Lubbock or lives in Lubbock. I would literally go anywhere not to live in Lubbock, Texas. It's yeah, but he's probably living like a king there. It it is so boring. Hmm. It's it is yeah. It's like not even a fun college town. In the limited well, in the limited time that I spent there and looked for stuff to do, I was like. What? Who? Well, it was fun last night when they were burning cars and burning scooters. Did you see that? Oh, my gosh. I don't mind that they're burning the scooters. Who gives a shit about that? But the fact that they, like, flipped like, somebody's you... car and are, were burning sofas. I mean, there's nothing else to do in Lubbock. Exactly. So of course, they were being crazy and celebrating. But, yeah, I enjoyed the photo that I saw on Twitter of the burning scooters. That's... Should not be doing that. Like literally, they should be getting arrested for that. Um, they probably That's were bullshit. Um, Did you see oh, the Auburn fan that got arrested? Yes, that, that was shit funny. was good too. Um, bracket update. Um, no one picked UVA or Tech to win. Um, and it appears that my mom is going to be winning. Congratulations. Yes. So we'll we'll let you know what your prize is, and also we'll we'll tell you for sure next episode. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the women's final four now. Um, and, and your best friend, your new BFF, Muffet Muff- McGraw. Muffet McGraw. I love her. She's Why ev- do you love her? She's everything. First of all, her name is Muffet. And that is her real name. Ha- I- is it confirmed that that is her real name? I don't know, but like, how does that even become your fake name? I, like I like you're obsessed with Little Miss Muffet. I don't know, but she's. At first, I was like, "This is absurd," and then I. That's saw, not her real name. Oh God, it is her formerly Anne O'Brien. So she changed her name to Muffet McGraw. Well, she married a McGraw. Okay, but also her name used to be Anne, and she changed it to Muffet. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Okay. We're well, going to research this a little bit more. But anyway, she went off on equality in sports in a press conference, which I thought was pretty awesome. 
Um, and then for the final four game, the semifinals, her outfit was spectacular. It is not something I would wear, probably. But then she did a dance in it. And now, this was the leopard print skirt, right? Yes, and okay. the gold lame blouse and the red high... What is the problem with this? And she has, you, you really wouldn't wear and this? And she has red high heels. I would definitely wear this. I don't like animal prints. I don't. I just don't like the way they look. I think, but it's not a real leopard. No, no, no. I just don't. <laughs> I don't like the prints. I, okay, I, not I, your thing. It's just not my thing. I. The, no matter who's wearing them, it always reads as a little bit tacky, in my opinion. But it, it's a matching outfit. She likes it. I'm glad she went for it. Like, and then she was. Well, I mean, their colors are gold and navy. So, and it's. I'm not dissing the outfit i just wouldn't wear it i'm happy that she wore it though and i love the red shoes and that she was dancing in it after they won on the court we need more dancing on the court so they beat uconn in the um their final four game Mm -hmm. and apparently she and the uconn coach have some like beef some comp they're very competitive against is that gino yeah what did you hear that some asshole asked her a question about whether or not they would be married if they weren't coaching against each other? What a terrible, weird question. It was so weird, and I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, but not really. They were basically like, if if um, you guys weren't opposing coaches, do you think that you might like be more friendly? Or I feel like the question was actually like, would you be together? And she was like, what? No. That's such a weird question. It was so weird. And then they asked him about it, and he was like, what the hell kind of question is this? You wouldn't ask this of a male coach ever. This yeah, is so stupid. That's really weird. It was stupid. And uh, so they're playing Baylor as we speak, and their coach um, is also a woman. Yeah, and so it's the first time that two female coaches have met in the championship game since these same two coaches met in 2012. So that's kind of interesting, I thought. Yeah, I think so too. And that's one of, um, ooh, it's a really good game right now. It's 77 to 78 with 137 left in the fourth quarter, not the second half. Yeah, it still throws me off that women's NCAA is quarters, not halves. But when you think about it, it's really the men that are so weird because the NBA has four quarters. High school basketball has four quarters. It's only college basketball that has two halves. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know what purpose that serves. It's just stupid. Um, So, yeah, uh, Notre Dame was down quite a bit to Baylor when we started recording this podcast. Yeah. And now it's a one-point game. So – I don't know. Do you want you want Notre Dame since your BFF coaches to yeah. win back to back? I do. Yeah. Who okay. Do, do well, I well I I think I'm fine with Notre Dame too. I'm fine with either of them winning because um, both of them are such good programs, and I like both the coaches. I just hate Baylor. Yeah. As an institution. I get that, and but I, I they know, have I a know really the, good women's basketball program. I understand program. their women's basketball program might be like. Totally different from the men's football program. Yeah, but the whole school will be happy if they win, and I don't want them to have any happiness. <laughs> okay, I, I get that. I feel like I had something else. Oh, um, there's are a, the buzzers going off, but you can't hear it. Even I don't understand why. 
Oh, the, well, the only other thing I was going to say is, um, so Baylor beat Oregon in their Final Four game, and Oregon was very heavily favored. Um, and so their best player, Sabrina, forgot her last name, wrote one of the Players' Tribune blogs today um, and just, like, went on and on about how proud she was, or, like, honored she was, rather, for Kobe Bryant on his ESPN plus show did like a feature on her um and kind of like got inside what he thought her thinking and psyche was and she was basically like he knows me so well like this is so weird and freaky like he was right on about all of it um so that was cool and she's coming back next year so um expect oregon to be in the mix next year yes it's all teams that are green kind of and anyway Oh, yeah, except UConn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what do we have next? What did we do last week? Last week, we vol- we were just hanging out with Tiger and Rory. Yeah, I mean, just and Tommy. deal. Just shooting the shit. Yep. Golfing, etc. You know how we do. Um, Tiger Woods being a Dell match play, I thought was going to be the most exciting no, thing. No, ma'am. And it was so actually stressful. I understand why our whole Captain John was so stressed out about it because I had never seen so many people and so many rabid children and fans ever at anything. And I've been to a lot of sporting events. Yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. I feel like we got the tiniest taste of what it's like to be famous when and it's terrible it's awful like at one point you guys there was like a a herd Mm -hmm. a stampede of children yes chasing after him yelling tiger tiger and it was just like where are your parents and are we now ruled by you guys? That's how many children there were. Yes. That's how crazy they were acting. And this was just at the practice round. And there were several cops there in addition to, like, everybody from our hole and the putting green, like, trying to get Tiger to and from places. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just crazy because last year um, there was a pretty big crowd for Rory and a pretty big crowd for Jordan Spieth and that's kind of what I anticipated for Tiger and it was that times a thousand yes and I feel like the level of just jerky requests for autographs this year oh yeah was so far above what, what what it was last year just like and I saw this multiple times. Parents trying to get their kids to ask for autographs. Yeah, so they could and get them. Can we just be done with autographs being a I thing? I don't understand. It's so... I it, I would love, like, um, they do a lot of high fives and fist bumps. I'm really into that. I love that. Yeah. I don't understand these autograph things. Oh, and the best was, like, these dumbass kids. Um, on the practice round, the caddies really just kind of look... Like the golfers, I mean, they're mm-hmm. wearing golf stuff. They're not wearing anything that signifies there's, they are a caddy. They're just carrying a bag. They're, well, exactly. And the kids are like asking them for autographs. Yeah, like these kids. Like don't, they don't even know. They don't know what they're doing. They just think they're supposed to act crazy. So they they were acting crazy. It, it was just it was disgusting. Yes. Um. So and what else? I feel like there's something else tiger related. Oh, um. 
the tiger shot that they showed yeah about where he's like in the bushes getting the ball out that was on our hole that was on hole 10 yeah we weren't there that day sadly but i saw the video and i thought to myself i'm pretty sure that's hole 10 i think mate yeah i think i'm gonna ask somebody tomorrow and we got to the hole the next day and it was a buzz about how every clip on sports center that they were showing and on different news channels was all that shot of tiger on our hole so that was really we were basically we were basically on TV. Yeah. I mean, more or less. More or less. So that was really cool, that part of the Tiger thing. That was the only cool part. Um, he, made, he made it Friday to Saturday play, mm-hmm. which I, I guess people were expecting that. He's ranked higher. He's won some um, golf tournaments this year. So he made it to Saturday um, and then beat Rory, Ugh. which was... I mean, could you dream up a better? I mean, it it just worked out that way, but because like because the bracket. Could you dream up a better matchup than Rory and Tiger? No, no. And I think that, and just to refresh some of you guys' memories about the format of Dell Match Play, and if you're not a golf person, what Match Play actually is. So a normal golf round is you play 18 holes and lowest score wins. That's pretty obvious. You've played putt putt before. Match play is when you go head-to-head and it's the lowest number of shots on that hole, you win that hole, and you're trying to get best of 18. And so you could really mess up on one hole, but as long as you kick ass on all the rest... Then who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I remember thinking uh, when that matchup came, like how if Rory and Tiger were just paired together it would not be the same kind of drama as them literally playing head-to-head like that in that kind of format. I just feel like this type of format was uniquely suited to uh, that kind of moment, and it made it just all that that more cool, to be honest. I was real sad that Rory didn't win, but... Yeah, they couldn't both win. So Tiger beat Rory and then went on to play Beauregard, not his name. Beer Garden. Lucas Beer Garden, who... We're saying Beer Garden. But oh, it's Beer Garden. It's, Sorry, it's, it's Beer, beer Garden. It's Beer Garden. We're real bad with his name. We just like to say Beer Garden. We've given him nicknames because we love him, and he's mm-hmm. an adorable little 27-year-old Danish... Little. He's like twice our Oh, size. I mean, yeah, he's tall. <laughs> he's little as in he's younger he than we are. just like that dude from True Blood. Just like... Alexander Skarsgård. I mean, like, they're probably brothers because everyone from Sweden is related. He's from... I think he's from Denmark. Den- now that I'm saying it, I'm actually not no, 100% sure. No, I think sure. he is from Denmark, but we discussed this. It's all Scandinavia. I mean, it's, yeah. They are, it's a lot of good-looking people. Yeah. Um, so he won. Uh, yes. And then he got to be in the final with Kisner, right? Because Sergio was no, with... No, 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 I have him backwards. He, no, um, he played... I believe he played Matt Kuchar. Okay, so I do have Matt, him backwards. It was Matt Kuchar and... Kevin Kisner, who were in the finals. Yes. Because who was the other guy? When it was Sergio Garcia? Was it? Do you, we so quickly erase this from our brains. Well, I don't, anyway, Lucas lost. And so the final ended up being Kisner and... No, it was Sergio. 
It was definitely Sergio Garcia. Okay. Um, so the final ended up being um, Kuchar and Kistner, and we were not rooting for either of them, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, Kuchar, if you'll recall, we talked about how he wouldn't pay his caddy real money. Yeah, so he was not a favorite. So he was not a favorite of ours because he was a cheap bastard. Yeah. And then um, you had a interesting encounter with Kistner, right? During match play? OMG. Go ahead and tell this, us about it. This was already going to be a story for the podcast. And then this person went on to win. And I was like, great. This is really going to be the story for the and podcast. And he's a Georgia alum. I feel like I need to go ahead and add that part he's in. He's a University of Georgia graduate. I ha- That plays no part in my perception of him. Be- no. Uh, I because, feel like that's just an additional yeah, detail. I, because I didn't even know that when this happened. So I'm at the tee box. Um, I was at the tee box for a short amount of time. Uh, Most of the time I was down on the green or at the crosswalk. Uh, But I was literally standing on the tee box. I think I even volunteered you for this position because somebody went to lunch and I was like, oh, Nikki can do that job. Yeah, so I'm standing up there with the golfers and I'm the only person, the only volunteer up there. And then the golfers come up in their caddies and they... They're doing practice. This is on Tuesday for the practice round. So everything's a little bit more relaxed. Kisner comes up. He hits a couple of balls. He's bitching to his caddy the entire time about how many bills he has to pay and all this money he owes and all of these things. And I was like... Poor little rich boy. Basically. Um, that that was a little... His attitude was a little bit of turnoff, but like who hasn't had a day when they're just like, oh my God, I'm like oppressed by finance it like why do I have to pay all this money whatever we all have them so I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt then uh one of the Asian players comes up and he said some like questionable things to that player and I was like like he was like my ball's out there don't mess with it and I'm like just like kind of being he's like being a smart ass where like if you call him on it he'll be like I was just joking but if you don't call him on it you're like you're just kind of being a dick Right. So basically, he is being a dick. Yes. He's a, and one of the other guys was like, he's a wise ass. <laughs> one of the other volunteers told me that. So he was waiting on, I believe, is it, is it Gary Woodland? Is that his name? Yeah. He's waiting on Gary Woodland to come up, and they were going to do the back nine together. Because that happens a lot. Like, on the practice rounds, like, yeah. people that are friends, they will practice together or play together so that wasn't unusual that somebody was waiting for somebody else yeah and so but he also that meant he was spending like two to three times the time at the tee box as literally anybody else that came through yeah which is fine I'm just standing there we're not supposed to talk to them I'm eavesdropping because what else am I gonna do and he's oh and they were spitting oh my god he and his team and then Gary Woodland comes up, and they're just spitting. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like, is that a condition? And then I found out it's tobacco. and like, Which is even grosser than just plain yeah. spitting. So that's happening. Then the worst thing happened. And he comes, and I'm, I'm just standing there with my, like, arms behind my back, like. Trying to look official. We yeah. are doing a job. And he comes and stands right in front of me, like, within a couple of feet in front of me. And he jiggles his butt <laughs> at me. I, 
There is no he other. He wasn't ex- doing like stretches or exercises. It was just. It was like the he, jiggle. He flexed each butt, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like. I guess a stripper would do. I don't, it was, it wasn't a twerk. It was like a butt, it was like a butt flex jiggle. I don't. Okay. Okay. Except, I mean, he didn't really have a butt, but it was like through his shorts. You could see. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? It like, it really, I have struggled to come to find the words to really like explain why it made me feel like the way that I, I don't even, I can't even, it felt gross and it felt like, an abuse of his power and his position because he knew I'm not supposed to talk. I'm like, there's like, he's the golfer. I'm the volunteer. There's that imbalance of power. He's the rich person. I'm the poor person. There's like that imbalance of power. And then it's like this dude, like making these semi-sexual gestures to this woman. So there's that imbalance of power. And it was just like, it wasn't like an overtly, sexual act but it was weird and gross and like I don't know him right he's not my friend he can't joke with me in that way and I, it literally and I like I don't know any athlete that has ever done that kind of stretch and like right it wasn't like oh he was doing a runner's lunge and his butt was in your face and I've never like seen that. anything like that maybe that's a thing that he does to practice if that's like a specific golf stretch please let please me know. let us know I just know how it made me feel and it was it was gross and I felt violated which sounds so stupid right because he didn't touch me he didn't do anything it just was like it just like made you feel super uncomfortable yeah and that is why he did it I'm sure I'm sure that's why he did it because he's a little jerk face yeah so I really didn't want him to win but he did don't root for him we're not um, the Masters is coming up this week, and of course we'll be rooting for Tommy Fleetwood because I have money on it, and uh, Nikki and Tommy are actually friends because he's the nicest he's a nice guy. He's the nicest golfer the entire tournament. Um, guys. Special shout out to Shane Lowry, who also was very nice. He was the one that oh. talked to our friend Hina for a long time. Oh, and, and asked her for recommendations. Yes, for restaurant recommendation. Mm-hmm. And was just generally a very laid back, like super nice guy. Um, gave some autographs to the kids. Um, oh, and another, I do have another shout out because I'm sure all these people listen to this podcast, so I just want to make sure I get it in. Um, but Webb Simpson, when he oh, was walking yeah. by, um, like a lot of the golfers will throw their gloves or give balls to the kids that aren't acting a fool. And so he, like, throws his glove to this probably 10-year-old little girl who's there. Um, And then you can – there's, like, a little – a dude that's next to her, also maybe a 10-year-old boy, who kind of tries to, like, grab it away from her. And Webb, like, turns to those kids and he says, give it to the girl. And, like, snaps his fingers. Um, And it was really cute. I appreciated it. And the girl, like, it made her day, made her life. So that was super cute. Oh, Good for her. I'm trying to think. Good for Webb Simpson. I don't have anything else. Do you have a best that I'd dress like to add? Oh, actually, no, I do. Um, because I watched Saturday on TV. Um, because we weren't there, and the announcer said, "Tiger's got the big stick," as he was about to tee <laughs> off the 18th hole, and I laughed uncontrollably. And I don't know if like golf announcers say this kind of stuff on purpose but it really got me that is always um funny. my best dressed 
I feel like you have more than I do. I really liked um, Charles Howell had a purple and gray situation, and that's my favorite combination for golfers. Um, And then Sergio had like a teal Adidas um, situation going, and I also liked that. Yeah. Okay. Well, not to be whatever, but I looked it up, and it was not Sergio in the semifinals. It was Francesco Molinari. Oh, I'm really sorry. That's that okay. I got those two confused. I did, we, look, we're new to golf. We're new sorry. to golf. No, um, I, I, I remember that now because I think Sergio um, played he Kuchar tied, on Saturday. And he tied so. Tiger for fifth. And so he, yes, was, so he, he was, got eliminated He was in Saturday. the mix. And yeah. Sorry um, about that. But, you know, we like to be accurate. Yeah. We're... Yeah, we really pride ourselves on making sure we have the facts. We're dedicated to the details. Um, My best dress at Del Match Play was Tiger. uh, Because you like that vest? He wore a vest on the day that it was cold, and no one else did. And it was so smart, and it looked so good. Weather appropriate? Yeah. I mean, in general, he is a very well-dressed player. Agreed. Um, I actually also really liked Kuchar's white hat with the ball on top. Oh yeah, because it was so. It was really cold on Sunday. It was so cold. It was like hockey weather. Yeah, it started in the forties, and which was really weird because that Tuesday it was like in the upper seventies and I got sunburned, so it was just very strange. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I I guess those are my best dress. I feel like I really liked Auburn's uniform last night too. Okay, so they they can have that too, and I'll give it to Muffet. (sighs) Give it to Muffet. Muff, you call her Muppet. I, I wonder if she gets called that. Cause sorry, I'm sorry. We re- Muppet. Okay, look, we have got to research this. Okay, name. next episode we'll have more information on Muppet's Muppet. Her name or. Name.